episode 204, Appreciating versus Maximizing. This is the Ericast for the week of January 6, 2013. From Ericast.com. Welcome to the Ericast. 2013 is such a weird, weird year and number. Man. Um, thanks for listening to the Aircast. I'm your host, Eric Larson, 206-339-3742, that listener feedback line. Here we are. Time marches on. Sun rises, sun sets, and poof. Wow. 2013. Um, so thank you for listening. And I, I've got to get back into a better schedule. Uh, if you're tuning in for the first time, you're thinking, why are you talking about this? But longtime Aircast listeners will know that this really should be coming out on like Sunday, maybe Monday, and not really Friday. But I want to be, I want to be good and keep, keep up that regular weekly schedule. So if my math is right, we will be at a 250 some episodes by the time 2013 ends. But <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, thanks to my wonderful talented and loving wife Ruth, who is upstairs working on a project for me, and she said why don't I just do this and you can work on your podcast I'm like, oh, that, I married well that is good, uh, so here I am and today's, this week's topic actually came up today so sometimes providentially things sort of hit you, it works out pretty well um, I am preparing for a presentation next week so depending on the timing, I'll probably have one extra error cast in, and then it'll be two weeks out before we talk about this. But the, the thesis of that presentation is customer support in the context of parenting and how to be a parent to your maturing children. Just to tease you with sort of the thesis. So this really is, it's kind of the elevator pitch, and that's it. So how do I stretch it out into 25 minutes? Well, if you're a regular Aircast listener, it won't surprise you that I can do that. 15 seconds of content in 25 minutes of discussion. But sort of that notion of, I really ought not treat my 26-year-old the same way I would treat my 16-year-old the same way I would treat my 6-year-old. If I keep treating Chloe the way I treat her now when she's a teenager and young adult that's not going to go well for anybody involved and in the same way as our clients in kind of a customer service technology context are getting more and more freedom externally from the fact that they can just do stuff that wasn't possible a few years ago we have to figure out a way to help support them not necessarily in a do for I'm going to cut you off if you disobey sort of model. Not that anyone's really that extreme about it, but as I say, 10, 10, 15, certainly 20 years ago, the IT shop was kind of where you'd go for your technology and they would provision you and if you didn't do what they said, then you were kind of out of luck. And now there are plenty of vendors who say as long as you have a web connection, we'll just pass that traffic over port 80 and your IT people don't even need to know. Okay, that's reality. So we IT people need to figure out how to deal with that. Just like when you have a six-year-old at home, you can say, eat your peas, and if you don't, I'm going to send you to bed without dessert. You can't really say that to your 26-year-old who's living on her own. Right? Okay, so that's kind of the world that I'm operating in. And I give that presentation a week from, not today, the 6th, as like the 
official Ericast date, but today the 11th or whatever it is, is the date I'm actually recording this. So that's kind of on my mind. And it wasn't exactly in that context, but it was in the context of, of some other stuff that I discussed what was um, then to become the topic of this week's Ericast, which is great. But before I get to that, I'm going to put all the family stuff in context by rolling in a call that I got from Matt Beckwith. So here is Matt. Hello, Eric. Hey, it's Matt um, from California. Uh, listen to the episode when uh, you had Chloe and Kendall on. That was pretty awesome. Um, it's always great hearing from you, but uh, it was very, very cool to hear your girl. Um, it was very cool. So, uh, yeah, tell them uh, that was, you know, some random guy in California. That sounds kind of creepy. Some random guy in California dug their, uh, their contribution. Um, but more so, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas you and your family, and uh, I am just calling to say I'm glad that uh, you didn't hit the big uh, milestone and then decide to pack it up, because I enjoy your company on my commute. Um, and 2013 is the year that we will finally uh, maybe do uh, uh, collaborate on, on one. We'll see. Anyway, Happy New Year. Um, best wishes to you and your family, and... Um, uh, I can't wait to the uh, next Erica. Yeah, bye. Okay, now I I need to go on a tangent before I even get to responding to Matt's call. And once again, longtime Ericast listeners are not going to be surprised at that. So I was at a morning meeting and I ran into a guy who I haven't seen in years. It was in a church context. Um, his name is Jay. He was. Jay and Pat were two guys who worked with me as volunteers when I was involved in the video ministry at church, which, if you go way back into the Aircast world, I was actually still like actively doing that while podcasting, etc. I, I gave that up when Chloe was born, which we'll get back to in a minute. And the two of them... You know, I'm not... I'm, I'm not prone to being a very sappy guy. I'm not... They were such a, well, in a video ministry context, since I was at a church, I could say a blessing to me. And I don't know if they'll ever really know how just their presence and kind of a quiet competence, it's, it's that, you know, if I could bottle that and sell it, I'd be a rich man. Um... It was so funny because I, I so I ran into Jay this morning and I, here I am super. It was a six thirty meeting, so I'm barely awake and functioning. And I've got this like task list to run down. And it's like okay, I've got to do this. And it's, oh yeah, hey Jay, hey, it's good to see you. Okay, now I've got to work on these other things. Blah blah blah. Um, so I feel really bad. I was able to catch up with him later and say, okay, now that I can actually think straight and I'm somewhat awake. Hey, how's it going? Which is a bit awkward, um, but that sort of that sort of experience. And so glad to see him and have him, you know, just for a, for a smidge, you know, back in my life, because he, just that, you know, being there, being engaged, willing to offer suggestions, but not in a critical way, always in a helpful, supportive way, always that foundation of, um, you know, 
hey, I'm here to help. And just wicked competent people. <laughs> That's, that helps. Um, to, I've, I've, always, I've always kind of described this little quadrant, you know, the little two-by-two two matrix thing, um, where you have attitude and competence. And so as long as you have one, it's okay. Um, you know, as long as you have a great attitude, it doesn't really matter if you're that competent. As long as you're really competent, it doesn't really matter about what your attitude is. If you have neither, then you should probably seek employment elsewhere. And, and when you have both, wow, that is, that is great. And you've got an organization firing on all cylinders. So Jay and Pat were kind of, kind of that for that aspect of my life. Okay, I put Matt in that category for this podcast because Matt reached out when um, I don't I don't know if Chloe was born yet or not, um, but Matt spotted a reference and I forget what it was. It wasn't even that obvious. I, I maybe it was cleft or something, but I don't think it was. I think it was some strange reference someplace. Uh, that that he spotted and said, and and started listening to the Aircast. I'm like, oh, wow, okay, you've got a daughter with a cleft lip and palate, and I've got a daughter with a, at least a cleft lip. I don't remember a cleft lip and palate. I should I shouldn't I know that? Um, but what's funny is I don't know that, and the reason that I don't know that is because I because Matt and I have this relationship that extends beyond daughter with a cleft, um, and so over the years. Yeah, I I really kind of I really consider Matt one of those core. I I would do the Aircast for Matt only, and I know that I've got you know Chad and I've got Jones and I've got actually a decent number of the rest of you that just don't call, which is fine. Um, but I would do the podcast just for Matt. I really would. Um, never met him. Um, I've talked a couple times. Um, you know, just you know, you know, chatting on the phone or whatever. But yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, thank you, Matt, for the call. And the when it, I was a, I was actually thinking of Matt's early podcast when I brought the girls down here because Matt used to do a podcast with his family when his girls were younger. Um, I don't quite know how young, but if you do the math, it's got to be close to what Kendall and Chloe are because they're nine and six now. I guess they were a little bit older than that. Um, but those, you know, good memories, and and yet, and not like a yet, like contradictory yet, but you know, and people grow and mature, and times change. So that then gets me back to the presentation I'm working on for work. That as people change and relationships change, if you spend all your time kind of wallowing in "woe is me," times have changed, people have grown, that's not going to get you anywhere. So you kind of have to live where you're at, and live with the people you're with where they're at but but still those those are those are good memories i um i i yeah so thank you matt thank you for the call so i think that all brings us to the actual topic of today's podcast like wow okay that took a while but that's okay it's all good so this afternoon i was talking with a colleague and framing the, a whole bunch of other stuff going on in my life and kind of priorities and measuring like what should I be investing in and what should I be working on don't worry the podcast is one I'll keep doing um, but really sort of the I'm at a stage now knock on wood that I don't have a lot of 
unfulfilled desires or sort of pining for that which could be or trying to find myself or whatever. It's, you know, I really like my job. I like what I'm doing. I really like the people I work with. I like the people that I work for and the clients that I serve. I hope I can keep doing that. I'll, I'll do it until they fire me. Um, I'm a great family. Love my wife, love my kids. I'm kind of at that life stage where that's I really think what my what my first priority should be. I can say that without guilt. It's like I'm investing in my family. Um, don't you want something more for your life, Eric? No, that's that's plenty and that's okay. Uh, and you can take that from a practical standpoint or a spiritual slash theological standpoint. Either way, I can defend it. Uh, it so it's sort of like you know, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm good, you know. Um, not like I'm disengaging and saying, you know, you know but like, no, I, I kind of I know where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. And so I, I don't remember how it came up. It's sort of the, you know, the question came up, you know, do you feel, you know, guilty for not doing more or not having that ambition or not having a drive to go past where you're at right now? And I said, well, no, but I do feel guilty or feel a, a burden is a better way of, of putting it. Or even you'll feel, feel attentive to. So there's your range, you know, from, from guilt to burden to awareness. And you can kind of set yourself on that sliding scale. Um, and burden might be too heavy a word, but uh, feel a burden. And the way I phrased it was to make sure that I'm maximizing my opportunities. Am I really, really maximizing the time with the girls? Am I you know, appropriately investing in my relationship with my wife? Um, and it's not really a debilitating, you know, oh, we only played two games of Sorry, and I really should have played three games of Sorry with the girls. What a terrible dad am I? No, but it's... It was that level of, am I maximizing the opportunities that I've been given? I'm introspective and reflective enough to realize I've had lots of opportunities and, wow, I've got it really good. That's great. Okay, now the question to ask in that context is, am I maximizing the opportunity that I've been given? And, and the question then came up in the conversation, okay, so is it about maximizing what you have or the investment in what you have? Or is it about appreciating it? Is appreciating it good enough? Or do you have to do more? Do you have to actively engage in that? And then the question was, can you truly appreciate something without engaging in it? And this is, not to over be overly dramatic about it, but this is such a deep concept, and it's hard to find a good metaphor to kind of grab it. I mean, like I was saying, okay, can you say, oh, I really appreciate sunsets, but I never go outside to look at them. Like, well, wait a minute. If you never go outside to look at the sunset, do you really appreciate the sunset, or are you just kind of, you know, paying lip service to the fact that sunsets are cool? So that was... So that was... It wasn't a rattling question like, oh, wow, I have to question my purpose or existence because this has come up. But it was a really good question about, huh, how do we define that? How do we define appreciating something versus 
truly investing in it and maximizing our investment in it. And nobody's perfect, uh, nothing is perfect, so I, I don't want to take it to the extreme of, well, we can always do more, because yeah, we always can. But I think, there's, I think there is a, a coherent distinction there. And I, I'm reluctant to say between merely appreciating something versus investing in it. But to be honest, I think that's kind of what it boils down to. I mean, if I really do appreciate the family that I have, okay, that's true. But if I never invest in the family that I have or seek to maximize my investment in the family that I have, then do I, do I appreciate it? Am I being hypocritical? Um... I don't know. And I can say that about a lot of things. I mean, there are lots of... If you, ran, if you ran down the list of, let's be thankful and let's talk about all the things that we're thankful for. Okay, that's great. Hmm. So are, are we then, you know, putting our metaphorical money where the mouth is, are we investing in those things? And again, not just the, you know, well, yeah, I suppose I could always do more. Right, yeah, I'm not talking about, you know, let's beat ourselves up because we're not doing even more than we're already doing. But just kind of thinking about, well, where, where's your time go? Where does your money go? And then what do you profess to appreciate? And how do those line up? Um it's an age-old question, but 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 phrasing it in those ways really kind of struck me. That notion of well, okay, you know, the flip side of it is well, here I am feeling not horrible, but sort of bad that I'm not maximizing my engagement, investment, or whatever in the good things in my life. And this colleague of mine said, well. But you appreciate them, which I do. Huh. So is that good enough? I don't know. So I think what I'll do, um, both in the interest of time and in the interest of, of just what's the, the throwback to you guys, um, let me know what you think of that. I know it's a little bit like you know crazy deep and weird, so um, you might have to think about this a little bit and then like maybe shoot me an email or something rather than just calling that. Listener feedback line of 206-339-3742, a.k.a. 206-339-ERIC. Feel free to do that. But, um, you know, email to eric at ericast.com or private message me on Facebook or cram it into 140 characters and direct message me on Twitter. But I, but think about that. that. How do you weave between or among appreciating something versus really engaging and maximizing your your investment in it or engagement with it. Is there a difference? Does it matter? Um, what's that look like? I would truly love some insight. Not just the, you know, hey, I need material for the podcast and want to know that you're out there. Uh, but help me out on this one because that, one, um, that one's going to rattle around in my brain a little bit. I'm going to need some help with that. So... <sighs> Let me know what you think. Um, wish me luck on the presentation next week, though with any luck I'll actually get another podcast up before then because this whole Friday thing is not working well for you, I know. Um, we'll make it work somehow. 
So, thank you for listening. And until next week, take care. Thanks for listening to the Ericast from Ericast.com. Visit us at www.ericast.com.